0: First of all, I want to say I was at the uh, Books and Stars the other night, the summer concert series. The summer concert series, yeah. and uh, Mark Joseph uh, was uh, playing there. Who's will always get a good crowd. He's uh, he's great a local show. guy, and uh, boy, what a perfect night! You guys did a great job of hosting that. It's so fun seeing you know a bunch of adults along with uh, countless children, yeah. <laughs> yeah. hundreds it seemed like, and those kids were having a blast.
1: Yeah, it was, it's a great yeah. event for all ages, for the whole family. Um, Come on out and bring a you know bring a snack and enjoy the concert. Every Wednesday during the summer, every 6 Wednesday o'clock in Wade Park.
0: Yeah, all right. Who's Our coming up this week? Do you know? Off yes. the Top of your head,
1: this week is the Red Hot Django Peppers. Or this coming Wednesday. Um, this is exciting. We um we've been looking forward to having them for a while. So this is a band formed out of the love for the music of Django Reinhardt. The troupe consists of local guitarists Ryan Bicconi and Jose Batanzos, violinist Danny Lentz, and bassist Sean Roderick. The ensemble is slowly being recognized as one of the up-and-coming hot club groups in the Twin Cities, so, so it's pretty exciting. Love it. Yeah. I,
0: I just love that hot club sound. Uh, <laughs> right? You know, Paris in the uh, in the 30s <laughs> with yes. Django Reinhardt. Uh, and what's the name of the The Red Hot...
1: J- Red Hot Django Peppers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <I love it. laughs> Love it. Where's that going to be at? That's in Way Park. It's in Way Park. Yep, again. everyone right. is
1: going to be in Way Park. for mm-hmm. That's been working out really well for us this summer. Um, we kind of, as you noticed, we kind of rebranded the concert series last summer. So now it's the Summer Concert Series. Mm-hmm. Um, was known as Books and Stars for a long time, but we found that people didn't really always know what it was based on what we were calling it. Um, and sometimes had a hard time remembering where it was because we went back and forth between a couple of different parks. So we settled on Way Park because it's just been a really fantastic location. Um, that is such a good
0: venue. I mean, there's you can, you, the, the Showmobile is parked kind of by the... Uh, Near the playground equipment, Mm -hmm. but plenty of enough room to get a bunch of chairs in there. You've got the red chairs. You've got the the, uh, kids. It was fun seeing um, uh, Mark Joseph have kind of a jam session. Even though he's on the stage by himself, there were kids on the drums and playing the... uh, xylophone or whatever whatever oh, yeah. that is <laughs> oh. <laughs> they were just having a blast doing yeah. that the little kids so a good time and i got to catch the uh, red hot Django peppers
1: definitely see you uh, with that one that was going to be a blast
0: what else is happening so, uh, at the library
1: well um do you remember last summer And I'm sure that you do. (laughs) That we were aiming for a thousand summer reading signups by the end of summer. Yes, we came in like right at the end, and we were pushing. We we didn't quite make it last summer. By the Fourth of July this year, we were at one thousand one hundred and eleven. So it's our biggest year ever.
0: Oh boy, one's across the board.
1: We we yeah right. (laughs) We um we invited adults to join Mm -hmm. in the fun, and so. About 200 adults have signed up, a little over 200 adults have signed up for summer reading, and they've been competing all along, and we have a lot of folks entering to win some pretty fabulous prizes. So if you think, I'm too old for the library, or I'm too old for summer reading... You're mistaken, because Adult <laughs> Summer Reading is here for you. And well, yeah, it's, folks, it's, I think she's talking directly. I am me, actually uh, talking to Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> if I can I'm, get a little station competition to see if you guys can uh, compete for
0: prizes. You know, there's a, a there's some way. books that I would like to read that yeah. are kind of on my list. i would never read, and I'm sure you have them. So mm, I I'm going to make that list, and I, I'm going to do some Why? summer reading. I'll be in today.
1: Okay. I'll see you later. <laughs> and you know, you actually don't even have to read for all the challenges. You can substitute reading for every challenge. But a lot of the challenges are about getting out and enjoying activities in the community. Mm -hmm. So go to a baseball game. Counts. There you go. Right? So you might already be. You (laughs) might have already run the bases and you don't even know it.
0: (laughs) Can I do these in retrospect or do I have to start now?
1: Nope. You can go back and take credit for everything
0: you've been doing (laughs) since the (laughs) reading. And
1: and you can substitute any challenge if you're like, I don't want to try a new recipe. I want to read for 20 minutes. You Mm -hmm. can do that all right and you get credit for that and then you can enter to win some prizes from some really wonderful local businesses and uh and of course you can collect the limited edition um artist series summer reading button swag right
0: which are made by library people
1: made by staff designed by rocky casillas local artist extraordinaire so yes good Um, stuff yeah So come on and join the fun. And, of course, the Bookmobile is at all of the um, summer concerts throughout the summer. Every Wednesday we have the Bookmobile there. Right before the concerts, there's a story time for the littles. um, But the concerts are really fun for all ages. Um, After Red Hot Django Peppers, we have local favorites, Patchouli and Terra Guitara, come back. That's July 19th. Um, And that is a soulful fusion of blazing spanish and world guitar instruments, heart-string tugging lyrics, lush vocal harmonies and epic folk rock anthems. All right. It's a great group to get dancing to. I
0: have not I uh, have not seen them. Oh, they're wonderful. I'll have to check it yeah, out. Yeah,
1: we've we've had them I, th- I think every year for quite a while. Mm-hmm. They're they're pretty popular. Um after that is one that I am especially looking forward to. They're a little new to us. We've had them last summer. Um we'd love to see a lot of folks out for them this summer too. That's on July 26th. That's Cash and Carrie. It is a two-part group. Um, Kashimana is a mother musician, vocalist, composer, producer, and teaching artist with a rich, soulful blues voice that soars through their original compositions. The name Kashimana means that's their heart, and you can hear Kashimana's heart beating in the compelling sound of their music, which is an exploration of soul, R&B, folk, Afrofunk, and more. Kashimana often draws from their Nigerian heritage and experience growing up in Nigeria and Kenya and living in the United States. She performs as a two-person band with Carrie. With All Cash right.
0: Cash and Carrie. Cash and Carrie. Yeah, I like 26. that. And that's on the 26th. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And the last band, the last concert to round out this season um, is on August 2nd, the Rich Lewis Band. And that has a collection of some of the finest musicians in Minneapolis. They play a wide range of musical styles rooted in a soulful sound. have been playing around the Minneapolis area in various bands for 50 years. And, you know, we love feedback from the community and we want to hear how the concert series has been going for people. I've noticed about 150 to 200 people at each one this year, a really diverse range of ages and Mm -hmm. people enjoying lots of, I mean, as I've been talking about, like the music, there's a huge variety in music, right? Um, So let us know what you want to hear that you haven't been hearing. Maybe more dance hall, maybe more New Orleans bounce, maybe klezmer punk. (laughs) (laughs) What could we be bringing in? Or maybe more cello. I don't know. We have cello, if that's what you're looking for, coming up on July 18th in the atrium. We have a cello performance. All
0: right. Have to, have to, that's what everybody's yelling for, more cello. Right, well, you know, we this cello. is,
1: <laughs> the International Cello Institute has had a long history in town, uh-huh. um, enriching students' musical lives. So we're looking forward to hosting a concert, and that is the 18th at six o'clock.
0: And, and next year, viola. Oh, right. More viola. Yep. So we'll, we'll work on that next year. But uh, for this, this is the year of the cello. You
1: so. know, I think we actually have some, we do, this summer.
0: <laughs> Rit, Jeff, do Rit,
1: you? Yep, yep, you wouldn't believe it. Vintage Band Festival performance by the Northfield Early Music Ensemble on the 25th in the atrium. So this one's not in Way Park. The last, the cello is the atrium and the Northfield Early Music Ensemble. This is music of the Renaissance and Baroque Mm -hmm. eras. Um, And I see viola listed among the instruments here.
0: So, (laughs) violin, viola, piano. This could be the year of the viola as well.
1: I see actually an instrument called a sackbut.
0: A what? (laughs)
1: you're gonna to have to come to the show and find
0: out if i want to find <laughs>
1: and a recorder i'm gonna look up i'd actually i should have probably looked at it before i read this i'm not sure what that is but it's an ancient instrument i think okay so this is part of the 2023 vintage Van festival um mm-hmm. we're delighted to host them you know when they do kind of a series of concerts in the community we, we host one and it's just it's good really fun. stuff. Yeah. yeah, it sounds you, great.
0: Yeah, and it's uh you know folks uh it's uh, the uh the library is not just a stodgy place where you'll find a bunch of written words. <laughs>
1: right, exactly. It's
0: everywhere throughout town. It's music, it's artsy. it's all things, everything.
1: Yeah, if you're not into words, I mean We've got other stuff for you. <laughs> it's pretty great.
0: Um, uh, once again, Natalie Draper is with us, who is the uh, director of uh, library services uh, for Northfield. What else do you have going on?
1: Well, I have a little uh, PSA for you today, actually. Oh, a little okay. public service announcement. Yeah. So, um, since we just celebrated the fourth um, and another anniversary was recent uh, recently happened, did you know that the freedom to read is 70 years old? That is the freedom to read statement, actually. Mm -hmm. I didn't (laughs) know that. What (laughs) is that? This was a joint statement that was issued by the American Library Association and what has become the Association of American Publishers, Mm -hmm. June 25th 1953. So why then? The McCarthy era censorship was rampant, and these organizations saw that the First Amendment was under attack. Um, Pressure was put on publishers and libraries to censor materials. And the statement that they put out together was as vital now as it was then. Uh, We believe that the freedom to read is essential to our democracy, and it is continuously under attack. Private groups and public authorities in various parts of the country are working to remove or limit access to reading materials, to censor content in schools, to label controversial views, to distribute lists of objectionable books or authors, and to purge libraries. The Office of Intellectual Freedom of the American Library Association documented 1,269 demands to censor library books and resources in 2022, which is the highest number since they started
0: keeping track. You know, that, uh, thinking back 70 years in that era, you can believe that that was happening at that time right. and which led to the act. You think, how could that happen in this day and age? Well, it's happening yeah. in areas of the nation. It's happening in this day and age still. Mm-hmm. So uh, good for the Freedom to Read Act.
1: The Freedom to Read Statement. So mm-hmm. this is a statement, and a lot of um, libraries and municipalities or um, states are renewing their support, reaffirming their support of the statement because, as it's shown, that after 70 years it is still as relevant as it was then. Um, it, just in the first six months of 2023, 30% of the unique titles banned were books about race, racism, or feature characters of color, and twenty six percent of the unique titles that have been banned had LGBTQ plus characters or themes. And there, are, there's acts of legislation throughout the country aiming at um, sensory materials, and so this is just my my soapbox for <laughs> you to invite you to join us this morning, maybe for coffee and conversation, and come and talk to me about it um, or fight me about it, whatever.
0: <laughs> come on out
1: nine <laughs> o'clock. Bring a mug um, or join one on us.
0: Um, a question. Yeah. Have has Northfield Public Library since you've been there have uh have, have there been uh, attempts or questions have you ever been uh approached to say hey this book shouldn't be there let's ban it? Oh, sure. We've really? Had, does that happen?
1: Uh, yeah, we've had some I mean, people people have a right to express their concerns and so I don't want to say that that's, you know. There aren't there aren't um the kind of concerted efforts that you see in other communities where you have like a whole large group of people coming to um kind of bombard you with mm-hmm. challenges and I think that that's kind of been the approach is sort of like a viral social media has really i think helped Probably. organize people around that a little bit um so we haven't we haven't seen that kind of people sure. people have always um, express their concerns about something that's in a library Library programming is something that gets a lot of attention to mm-hmm. um Sometimes hmm. we object to it.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you'd like to mention while we have you Ed
1: While you have me? Yeah, actually, a real <laughs> quick note. Got a second. Yeah. Um, so we will have some really exciting news soon on the status of the public art, art opportunities that we were talking about here a few weeks ago. We had 19 proposals for artists on Main Street and 12 for the Hispanic Heritage Month banners. Um, there are just so many creative and talented people here in Northfield. Um, that it's just such a joy to be able to celebrate them through public art here. Um, So one project that we have coming up that, well, before those are announced, Mm -hmm. um, is uh, Cecilia Cornejo. She's a Carleton professor and an artist, and she has been collecting reflections on home from residents of Northfield and Lanesboro and Red Wing. And she's compiled these into a sonic archive. We will be installing sort of listening stations around town where people can access these recordings um It's been a really exciting project to work on, so she's going to do sort of a launch of this at the library on july twenty seventh at six o'clock. So if you want to join us to hear some of these stories and learn about the project and ask Cecilia questions about it, um, you're welcome to come on out.
0: looking forward to it yeah. interesting stuff listening stations around town yeah,.
1: All yeah right.
0: Natalie, thank you so much for thank coming you. in. And, folks, uh, coming up in uh, eight minutes, uh, Natalie will be hosting uh, the uh, open house, the coffee open house, as you do every Friday, or the days you're on here, anyway. We're looking yes. forward to it. Thanks again. We'll thank talk you. to you soon. Natalie Draper from the Northfield Public Library. You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080, KYMN Northfield.